The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello everybody out there, this is Pastor Solomon, Spirit of the Lord Church, 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, and greetings to you, and um, I hope you're enjoying the summer weather. Um, Somehow we caught a heat wave of a few days of um, just extreme heat and um, glad that uh, most of us are doing okay. Um, stay safe, um, stay hydrated, um, and keep prayed up. Uh, there's some work to be done, and God still has need of you. So just make sure that you're taking good care of yourself, avoiding um, circumstances or just extended uh, periods of being outside without um, adequate protection, sun, sunscreen, water, and so on and so forth. But um, that shouldn't deter outreach um, opportunities in any way. But uh, we just have to also exercise caution, wisdom, and allow the Spirit of God to direct us. Um, and with that, I want to just welcome you to this show, Isaiah 61, uh, where we proclaim the good news of the gospel. Uh, we just bring restoration to our community through dialogue, through conversation, through preaching the good news and setting the captives free, seeing God move in ways that we have not seen before. Now, it's good for us to have seen God move previously, but it's always better to see God move in just a different way we've never seen him move because he is sovereign and he is a providential God. Now, we're continuing the theme, the power of the Holy Spirit, and um, we'll focus on the power of one. So the power of one. Uh, We'll continue that from last week. So if you missed out last week, go out um, to am980themission.com and um, look for Isaiah 61 podcast and you can listen to us um, uh, and catch up on previous editions. You'll be blessed. I guarantee you, you'll be blessed. Now, you can also visit us at sotlc.org. That's sotlc.org. That's the website of Spirit of the Lord Church and uh, we'll be happy to have you visit us and um, share in fellowship with us Um, one of these Sundays at 11 a.m. So last week we talked about uh, the power of one and we focused on Philip. Philip was one man who um, God directed to the city of Samaria and by just one man, the whole city came to Christ. And see, he, he, he wasn't satisfied there or he didn't stop there. He's continued to press into the Holy Spirit and God, um, Showed him the next step. So can you imagine like you experiencing the power of God, you know, having God use you and work through you mightily to see souls saved, to see a whole city turn around. Um, Typically what we would encounter in, in a lot of cases is complacency. Well, yeah, that's great. And we start to get into you know, our heads a little bit about, you know, what God has used us for uh, previously. And so, you know, there's a tendency that we we get to a place where we lose sight of the fact that we're just vessels, 
Now, God would move mightily through us when we avail ourselves, but when we don't, he still would find someone to use. Uh, And so, Philip, who had been used mightily by God, and after he, um, you know, led the whole city of Samaria to Christ, and they saw miracles, signs, and wonders, and just the unusual things happen, the apostles were dispatched. And so, Acts chapter 8, verse 26, um, I believe Philip was waiting for more. He was anticipating. He was anticipating for greater. He was prepared for greater. So what happened? It says that the spirit, but the angel of the Lord said to Philip, rise and proceed southward. Or at midday on the road that runs from Jerusalem down to Gaza. This is the desert route. So Philip had a visitation from the Holy Spirit. The angel of the Lord visited him and said to him, gave him precise instructions, specific, direct instructions. Now, this is a sign of someone who had his hopes, who had his dependence, who had everything um, focused and centered on the Holy Spirit. So the angel of the Lord came to him and gave him precise instructions as to what to do next. Now, it could be that Philip could have said, hey, you know what? Samaria is now saved. Now let's go to the next city. No, God had to give him specific directions and instructions. Oh my, my, how many times do we take a city on for Christ and we want to move on to the next city so quickly? Now, unless God has spoken, unless God has clearly stated in stated to you that move on to the next city, we don't want to run ahead of God. If God he doesn't move, we don't move. When God says, hey, you know what, stand still, um, or you used food for outreach last year or the last 10 years, but now wait on me to direct you as to how to manifest my power, we have to be, we have to be instant, listening, um, sharp, discerning that which God wants us to discern. Timing is critical. And the, the, the nature of the specific information that God gives us when we avail ourselves to him, when we as, are like, hey, God, the next step is all you. I'm just still a vessel availing myself. He gives us specific instructions. That way we don't waste our time doing things that he may not necessarily be in. Now, he will, his, he will back it, but he may not necessarily um, be the one giving you those specific steps to take. Now, so he still is gracious, and he says that everything will work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. But the key here is to focus on what God has next for you when you've completed the first assignment. 
Now, so verse verse twenty six, twenty six, Acts chapter eight. So the angel of the Lord gave Philip specific instructions and the direction how to navigate. Right. So rise and proceed southward, or at midday, on the road that runs from Jerusalem down to Gaza. This is the desert route. Twenty-seven. So he got up and went. That's Philip. And behold, an Ethiopian, a eunuch of great authority, and a Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, was in charge of all her treasure, had come, who was in charge of all her treasure, had come to Jerusalem to worship. And he was now returning and sitting in his chariot. He was reading the book of the prophet Isaiah. See, as we unravel this text, we realize how God moves at different times. And so God gave him a specific word through his angel and Philip listened. He didn't hesitate. 27, he got up and went. He got up and went. Now, there's a place for strategic planning. There's a place for... um. You know, just figuring out logistics and all that stuff is good. But guess what? God doesn't always, most of the time, God doesn't even need our props to make his kingdom and his powerful. God doesn't need our props. God doesn't need our, you know, ex extravagant show of all these, you know, equipment. They are great. Don't get me wrong, they're great. And it 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 shows excellence and creates an ambience and atmosphere. But there, there are so many of so many times that God is not even in, in those. Because what he wants us to do is to listen and be obedient. So Philip what listened, he obeyed right away instantaneous and he found an Ethiopian eunuch who had great authority can you this was someone who had influence who was literally in charge of all the treasure of the Ethiopian queen and Philip was directed straight to him by the spirit of God what if Philip had said that, well, I'm now done with Samaria. I'm going to Judea. I'm going to Judea. And, and I know that God is going to move the way he moved. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that what he could have done by reaching this Ethiopian eunuch would not have been possible if he hadn't sought the face of God. And now he was directed to one person but this one person had extreme reach he had an extreme reach beyond the boundaries of israel samaria and the middle east so god was trying to say that and god is trying to tell us that look i may be sending you on your next assignment which may not necessarily be what the the popular opinion or what logic would would suggest but guess what 
follow and obey my voice because by obeying my voice, you would have an extensive influence. You'll be able to just create just a, a, a wellspring of influence and you would impact nations, not just neighborhoods, nations. Now, some of us are privileged to live in communities where there are different nations represented. And so reaching your neighborhood, you're touching the nations. And that's awesome. But imagine the time when traveling was not as sophisticated and it took a lot of time. It took a lot of energy resources. It took a lot of planning and detailing to be able to get from Ethiopia to Israel, to Jerusalem. This eunuch from Ethiopia came to worship and he was going back. God knew that this eunuch needed an encounter with him. And so Philip, who wasn't an apostle, he was a deacon, was relying on the next move of the Holy Spirit, the next move of God. God, what I what you Ask of me, what do you require of me? How do I proceed? What do I do? So yesterday we started our outreach, our Friday night, our Friday night outreach um, to our community. And people may be wondering what are we, may have been wondering what and how we're going to do things. But I said, you know what, we're going to pray and be intentional about asking God for the direction as to what to do and how to do outreach. We may have used specific, you know, strategies in the past and they have been successful, but maybe God is saying that, no, that those are, those are of the past. Now I'm getting ready to move you into a different um, realm where you depend on me because the climate is different because the harvest is ripe and the ripe harvest needs this specific way to be able to get to the hearts of people. And so as I, as I prepare to go on a break, think about ways that God has impressed on your heart, that God has spoken to you about ministry and how you have yourself allowed you know the experiences of the past or even your your personal your personal uh belief system and people's influence to guide you to the next to the next step instead of allowing God and the spirit of God to to be that voice and to be that lead and so it's time for us to repent it's time for us to say, Lord, we're sorry for moving ahead of you. Lord, we're so sorry for not um, being that which you want us to be. Do what we're not doing exactly what you're asking us to do. We'll be right back. And my time's on when my mind's gone and I'm flying home and I'm stressed out and I'm tempted to get that style phone and go pull it up. But you know what's up and you know that ain't gonna solve nothing. I mean, Lord forbid, I might fall or something and I'm all another cause. All I need is you. So hold me down like bitch straps to the psych ward. It's killing me, but you still with me when I fight hard. And you digging me when I'm eating you. 
Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities, emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Hi, I'm Kevin McCullough. This week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, after the ceasefire in Israel, we'll look at the challenge of being America's ally under President Biden. If Trump was for it, we're against it. We'll look at the grave threat from Boko Haram in Nigeria. They think this country's going to implode. Be sure to join us and visit our website at ChristianOutlook.com. Join us for the Christian Outlook every Saturday evening at 7, here on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. Hands in the air, make a little noise in the stands. If you All right, welcome back to Isaiah 61. I'm here on AM 980 The Mission. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church, 1001 Penn Avenue North, and Minneapolis. And we're glad that you've joined us and you're sticking with us. Um, you know, as we went to break, we're talking about repenting and not getting ahead of God and ways that we sometimes have um, in the past and even now not relying on God to determine our next move. It always pays off because the the power of that is that we are able to even reach more and, and have more impact than we, we we would ever have. So as we go back to the text from Acts chapter 8, this Ethiopian eunuch was reading the book of Isaiah. He didn't understand but the Spirit of God was the one that directed Philip. Verse 29, Then the Holy Spirit said to Philip, Go forward and join yourself to this chariot. Guess what? The Harris was right. The eunuch was ready. But Philip had to position himself to hear, to listen, and to move. Philip had to position himself. And then even when he got to the, char- the, the chariots of this Ethiopian eunuch. The Spirit of God had to direct him as to what to do. Go forward and join yourself to this chariot. These are specific directions, specific instructions that God wants to speak to our hearts. That God wants to uh, just impress on our hearts. God wants to direct us and say these things to us, give us directions as to what to do each step of the way. And it's incredible that nobody has ever asked God for directions and not received. Unless you're not paying attention or you're not discerning appropriately. And so that sometimes gets in the way. But God's desire is that he would speak to us, that he would commune with us. He would commune with us. Now, according to Philip, verse 30, accordingly, Philip ran up to him, heard the man reading the prophet Isaiah and asked, do you really understand what you're reading? And he said, how is it possible for me to do unless someone explains it to me and guides me in the right way? And he earnestly requested Philip to come up and sit beside him. Now, remember, this is exactly what the Spirit of God wanted to happen. 
So Philip took the move, made a move, went forward, joined himself to this chariot, and he was invited to sit next to the eunuch, the Ethiopian eunuch. Verse 32. Now, this was the passage of scripture which he was reading. Like a sheep, he was led to the slaughter. And as a lamb before its shearers, its shearer is dumb. So he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, he was taken away by a distressing and oppressive judgment, and justice was denied him. Who can describe or relate in full the wickedness of his contemporaries? For his life is taken from the earth, and a bloody death inflicted upon him. And the eunuch said to Philip, I beg of you, tell me about whom does this prophet say this, about himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with this portion of scripture, he announced to him the good, glad tidings of Jesus and about him. See, every book in scripture has a a reference to Christ. So we can preach and teach Christ in every book in scripture. Here is Isaiah. And at that time, that's all, that's all that this eunuch had access to. But see, Jesus appears. And so God knew that this Ethiopian eunuch who had influence and extreme wealth in charge of all the treasure of the queen of Ethiopia needed to bring the good news back to East Africa. And to cause there to be a revolution. So not only did the, did the apostles and, and the disciples of Jesus at the time spread the news in the immediate vicinity. But God used this uh, very specific instance as a way to cause his gospel or his word to be shed outside of the Middle East. And it's incredible how God works. So as I wrap up here, let's take this, these three things. Rely on the Spirit of God for every move. Be instant. Say yes. No second guessing. Because it's a lot of times... We are wondering how we're going to get there or what is logistics. Those are good. But when we depend on the Spirit of God, He will always make provision because He's already made that provision. He just wants us to trust Him and then He will manifest that provision. And then in three, listen. So you listen and then you obey and then you listen. Because the first direction that Philip had was to go a certain direction. So geographically, he was being positioned. And then he obeyed. And then when he got to where he needed to get to, he still had to listen for them for further instructions. When we've never arrived, children of God, we've never arrived. And so... Yesterday, during our outreach, 
we relied on the Spirit of God to direct us, to lead us, to govern us, and to cause us to press into Him and not make any move without Him. And to say that all these props are good, all these things are great, all these other, you know, getting food and feeding and getting, you know, uh, crowd to follow is good, but impact is better. Thank you for listening to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon. Visit us at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Sundays at 11 a.m. God bless you.